and well, ladies? Now I need to see my text. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Needs a script. And now, a dramatic reading of Cameron Lazy's podcast host, Ariana Ely, exchanging text messages with her family on the evening of the Wake Forest game. We're struggling with Wake. Ugh. But J-Rob got to play in the first half. Dad, are you kidding me? We're winning now by 10. We tied it at the half, but it wasn't pretty at first. Justin is playing? Who's Coach mad at? Jack White, I think. Mom. Justin's tearing it up. But yeah, the commentator said that too. AKA coach was mad at Jack White. Dad, we aren't playing with intensity. It is a weird game. What the fuck with the foul calls, right? What the fuck was that? Dad, lack of focus. I can't stand the lack of intensity. Me, I hate this. Mom, they're killing me. Dad, what the fuck? (laughs) Me, fucking shit. Mom, what the fuck? They're going to mess around and lose. Me, what even was that charge call? Sister who's doing her residency currently. (coughs) I'm too tired to stay up for overtime. Hopefully they get it together. Me, we shall see. Dad, Robinson shooting a three? (laughs) Me, (laughs) this game. Mom, ay-yay-yay. Dad, We don't have the it factor. Me. I'm so pissed right now. (laughs) Mom. Jeez. Dad. This is terrible. We don't play smart. We jog back on D. Mom. They may have to walk home. Do Do they even deserve a two seed? They don't. They deserve a three or a four at most. Dad. Three at best. Me. I hate this. Mom. The channel I was watching left the game? (laughs) (laughs) they're back me we suck dad we will be number 10 in the poll mom coach k must be livid mom do you suppose he and roy are talking (laughs) mom sigh good night everyone dad my head hurts will we even make it to the sweet 16 mom crying laughing emojis no dad how do you get up 12 and let it slip away to a team you beat by 31 me yeah we suck dad gif of person putting a bag over their head Cameron Lazy's episode number 30, the big 3-0, the saddest Uh. birthday you can have and the saddest basketball game you can have. So um, (coughs) if you're listening, that was, uh, thank you, Ariana, very much for that cold open. Thank you, Aaron, for the lovely intro. Um, So I chose for theme music for our first ever show, the uh, the song Days by the Kinks, because it is a sort of um, upbeat but melancholy song Mm -hmm. about good things that have happened that are very much over. (laughs) (laughs) aka duke being good this season absolutely absolutely and so i thought it was very appropriate it's a great song um and yeah i uh i think i think this game um look i want to just talk a little bit about the concept of narratives i think 
One of the most fun things about being a fan is throughout the course of a year, watching your team grow and develop and evolve or sometimes devolve and coming up with narratives that you think are correct and that fit uh, what the team is going through, their trajectory. And that's this year what we've been doing even more mm -hmm. so because we're doing a podcast. Uh, and so, you know, narratives change. Sometimes narratives fail. <laughs> Uh, when new data comes, it makes it harder to keep up a, a narrative that's wrong. Sometimes mm -hmm. it fits in and you find that your narrative was right the whole time. Now, I've been a bit of an optimist this year. Uh, I've said that we were going to win the ACC. Yeah. Uh, I overlooked the NC State game because there are anomalies in some narratives. Mm -hmm. uh, and my narrative was that this is a good team, a really strong defensive team that in the end is going to peak at the right time, win the ACC, and have a shot at making the final four yeah. or who knows what. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm here to project that that narrative <laughs> can no longer be sustained. We lost a fucking 4-12 Wake Forest uh, on the road. We lost to them on the road and there's just nothing. You can't excuse it. You can't yeah. get around it. It was a miserable game. I missed it the first time because I was flying. I watched it. It sucked. It sucked every bit as much as mm -hmm. I thought it would. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I feel like I'm entering Aaron's cynical orbit. Uh, he was right the whole time. His negativity has been justified. Yeah. Hope is gone. Aaron, congratulations to you. Aaron wins the podcast. <clears throat> well, uh, thank you. Uh, and I actually want to sound an optimistic note, um, which is, do you guys remember the, the Michigan State game? Yeah. I do. It was pretty nice. It felt good. And then we, we got that nice win against Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Good start to the season against Kansas. Yeah. Uh, we had a bunch of those blowout wins that were really fun. Uh, what good memories. And who could forget the Carolina game? Mm -hmm. uh, where, what an epic comeback. Where that was like, that was really great. But I'm sad to say <laughs> that the season is over. Um, <laughs> I felt like that was appropriate there, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, but seriously, the season is over. Uh, this team is full of bums who cannot win. And we will be fortunate if we get to the Sweet 16. There's no chance that we will win a national championship with mm. this squad. Um, and I think we should now transition to enjoying the season that we've had. I think we're going to lose our last three games of the regular season. <clears throat> validating my prediction that we would go one and four after the stomping at NC state. Um, because we, if you can't get up for this game mm. and if you can't close out a team when you're up seven mm -hmm. with a minute to go mm -hmm. after having been up 12 mm -hmm. and you know, credit to wake for coming out strong, right? This is almost like kind of a bizarro Carolina game, right? Where, it was the reverse Carolina. Yeah, it was like it. It was um, like three quarters reverse Carolina. Um, it had so many of the same plot points and elements. It's just that they went in the wrong directions. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and this has happened way too many times this season, where we've either gotten away with playing like this mm -hmm. and won games, or where it's come back to bite us in the mm -hmm. ass. And this is this team ain't changing. This is it. Yeah. I, um, what's so disappointing about it to me is that the night before, um, sitting in a bar in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, I watched as Florida State beat Louisville, which gave us once again, after we had yep. already blown it once, gave yep. us clear paths to the ACC title. And 
Look, it's like, fine, okay, we already saw NC State can be good. That's going to be a tough game. And UNC is going to be a tough game. At Virginia is going to be a tough game. You can't fucking lose right yep. away at Wake Forest. I'm sorry. I know they don't. it's not by the record, but this team is the worst team in the ACC, Wake Forest. And they're worse than UNC, who's just been hit by bad luck but have more talent. They, they only have one good player that basically was shut down, even in this game, uh, for a large majority of it before he went off. You can't lose this game. I mean, where is the heart? Like Aaron said, you got to get up for this mm-hmm. game. Uh, you've disappointed against NC State, and you look when you don't when you don't get up for it when you lose, then you have to just kind of face the sad reality. And and to strike an optimistic note, this is a weird year in college basketball, and a lot can happen. There are still probably some surprises in store, and yet I think the. Best case scenario uh, for this is that I can no longer believe as I previously believed in this team. Yeah. I just can't do it. I just, no matter how well they play, I am always going to be suspecting that the, the dud game, the fucking dud game yeah. is coming. Uh, and that that's the ultimate like price of this game and, and the reality that I've personally had to, had to come yeah. to terms with. Yeah. It's really, um, it's disappointing. And, Especially like it's it's very strange to me that with this team, it's like anytime Louisville is lost to give us the edge, we then turn around and fuck it up royally. It's like, oh yeah, we can do it, guys. Like the other teams did what they needed to do to help you win the ACC. Yep. And then we're just like, okay, cool. We're not, we don't want it. Like we don't want it. And um, the... You know, I said towards the beginning of the season when we started the pod that one of the things that worried me about this team was that they need support. They need support so badly. Like, if they mm-hmm. don't have a hometown crowd behind them to, like, help them in those struggle moments, they can't get through them. And so road games end up being really tough. And, like, especially, you know, of late, it's like we can't actually scrap something decent together on the road. Um, and, like... I think one of you, I think it was you, Shane, that joked, like, can all the tournament games be played in Cameron, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, need it. You know, it's, you can't, at some point in time, you have to keep the intensity or develop the intensity that the crowd is able to give you at home and bottle it up and take it with you on the road and come out with that same fire. And, like, this team just doesn't always do that. And it's disappointing because of the fact that there is a lot of talent in the guys that we have. They can have moments where they can mount incredible comebacks or have super intense defense. And then they just have games where they don't show up at all. And it's this really sloppy, really ugly performance where you're like, where did, where did the other team go? Right. Where did they disappear to? Because this isn't the team that we've seen all season. And I don't know why that's occurring, well, this is why I called yeah. them bums. It's because it's not because they're bad, right? Because they're not bad. They're not bad at basketball. No. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not, uh, they don't suck, right? But what makes them bums is that they have the capacity to be so good. Yep. And they don't do it yep. consistently. And consistency is the thing. Like when you don't, when you, when you have talent and you don't combine it with, you know, the, the hard work, motivation, consistency, um, <clears throat> the team has tons of talent, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, but, but they're not putting it together 
into the package that would make excellence, right? Or that would make them a reliable team. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and it's way too late in the season yep. for this to be a wake-up call. Yep. This, this, you know, the NC State game was way too late in the season yep. for that to be a wake-up call. This is just how it is now. Yeah, in the NC State game, there's a team that's going to make the tournament, and it's a rivalry. Maybe. Maybe they lost to Carolina yet again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. Which was Carolina's, what, first win in a month? And their second win over State. Well, and it, yeah, it goes to show you. I mean, and then, you know, NC State also lost to Florida State immediately after mm-hmm. playing us. But at least they're a mid-tier yeah. ACC team. And to be fair, in a down year for the ACC, this game is just egregious. Mm-hmm. There's just the Wake Forest game. There's absolutely yeah. nothing you can say. So to your point, Ariana, which I think is a really important one, Looking at road games in the ACC, Aaron mentioned it earlier. Um, before the new year, we had one game at Virginia Tech mm-hmm. where we played very well, uh, but some early struggle. We weren't great. At Michigan State, too. Uh, no, I'm talking about ACC road oh, games oh. here. Yeah. Then kicks the shit out of Miami, and then it was like, okay, yep. it's on. Then we go to Georgia Tech and almost lose. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Clemson and do lose and mm-hmm. get dominated, frankly. Then we go to Syracuse, and they score 88 points on us. Yep. We only win by virtue of the fact that we're red hot and we're kicking the crap out of them on offense. Boston College, we only win by eight. Mm-hmm. Another team that was that's very close. Good. Yeah. UNC, we go into a team oh that we God. should be and get absolutely lucky to win that game. NC State, we go in and get our asses kicked. Wake Forest, we go in. Yep. Essentially, uh, relatively get our asses kicked based on the skill yep. of the team. This I mean, is a bad, this is yeah, a bad road a, team. Mm-hmm. God forbid in the first round of the tournament, in the first two rounds, they stick UNC in a pod with us and all their fans <laughs> are sitting there in the round two game. We're gone. In the round two game screaming against us. This yeah, team can't handle that. No. Forget it. No. It's already hard to be a Duke team anywhere, any neutral location. Um, now, we do <laughs> travel from well. Madison Square Garden. Right, yeah. We travel well and we'll be fine. But if you get a, a pack full of like yeah. UNC fans sticking around going, yeah. Hey, what would make this day even better than UNC? Go- well, okay, yeah, UNC, UNC is not going to be in the tournament. Yeah. All right, let me <laughs> let me pull back there. Uh, but if it's anywhere like local, I don't know. I, I just think like when you have any sense of hostility in the NCAA tournament, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Now there are also no true road games, so maybe maybe that's an advantage that for them. us. We'll see. But uh, to win an <laughs> ACC regular season, you've got to play better than that on the road. And just to look at uh, the ACC right now. Florida State gets a huge win mm-hmm. over Louisville. So they right now have a one-game lead on Louisville and Duke. Uh, they do have to go to Clemson, where good tough. teams go to die. Yeah. Uh, Louisville's lost there. Duke has lost there. It's a very good team at mm-hmm. home. Uh, Louisville only has two games left. They're playing at UVA and home against Virginia Tech. Not going to lose to Virginia no. Tech. I guess there's a chance Vir- yeah. at Virginia. Slim. We have to play UNC, NC State, who have already given us hell. Give it up. And we've got to go to win- Virginia. We're not winning the regular season. It's I, over. I think the best we can hope for is a three-way tie. Yeah. And that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. I want to say that Nameless Wife and my father both expressed their condolences to you specifically. <laughs> they said, we know how upset this is going to make him. Uh, and I was, like, no. I was like, who cares? Okay. Oh, okay. Man. What about this? What if Florida <laughs> State loses Virginia <laughs> to Clemson? Louisville loses to Virginia. Duke runs the table. This it can still over. happen. It can still happen. <laughs> Let him have his hope, Aaron. Oh, not no. harming anybody but himself. 
Well, that's the thing. Look, I, plane I, crashes happen. I feel coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, the whole Virginia team could get coronavirus. All the other teams could get coronavirus. Oh, yeah, um, I'll do oh, my part. God. I'll do my part. I'll get coronavirus. Go <laughs> to their gym. Just high five all of them. Just go to their gym, like lubed up, and just <laughs> run all over the floor. Just hug everyone I can. What, do you think? what does God. the lube have to do? Uh, with you it? get lubed up. You know, you <laughs> get lubed up. The, the disease vector it spreads more quickly in lube. I've heard. Okay. I don't know. I'm just. I'm Shane's just. now a medical expert. Okay. <laughs> Epidemiologist extraordinaire. I feel like Charlie from It's Always uh, something like, yeah, I'm a bird lawyer. I'm a yeah. bird lawyer. I dabble in epidemiology. Um, all right, so let me uh, let me oh. play this uh, special audio I prepared from Coach K. It's a little thirty second clip that he um, that can't comes from the the Coach K, a noted uh, Cameron Lazy's listener. Yeah, it's true. We have evidence that he listens. <laughs> this was actually a special. He gave me a. <laughs> He, gave he you an sent exclusive, me a thirty-second yeah. exclusive because he said, "I, I like the work you're doing. Um, two out of the three of you are my boys. I hate the other one. There's something about her." That just <laughs> and that was the thirty-second clip that she was talking about. <laughs> so that was Coach K. <laughs> All right, no, but uh, for real, here's Coach K um, after the weight game saying basically what we've already said, but in his inimitable fashion. Yeah, you know, just it's a weird game tonight, and uh, and <clears throat> you know, I'm disappointed in our group. I didn't think we came. I didn't think we 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 came the we way we should come. and the way we've practiced. There's no coming. And we 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 show our youth so much, and uh, you know we're. You know, I mean, Trace the the veteran. But then we're, we're young, and you you know this is our 28th game. You would hope that we'd be older by now, but we weren't. We were not tonight. Well, okay, we are technically older than we were when the season started. Every day, I, I, Every just, day. I just love that he says that Trey's our veteran, totally blasting Jav and Jackus and Justin as like and non-existent. And like Alex. they don't matter at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ariana can't control herself no. right now. I didn't play that clip intending it for it to be comedic. Oh God! <laughs> but Ariana's going I nuts. Get it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think like I think he's making the point. We are the same thing. He's not being quite as negative, but he he is going. Yeah, that's what? it. Yeah. Just, like yeah. we're not we're not a, we're not a great team. Our ceiling is clearly defined, and that ceiling, to me, I don't know if you guys agree with this. I think the ceiling is the elite eight. Oh, so I actually think that. That it, when we talk about ceiling versus floor, right? I think that this um, this team has a high enough ceiling to win six individual games in the NCAA tournament. In I just a, don't, in a I, row. No, yeah. no, that's that's the, the, that's sorry, the problem. I, I stepped on you. Yeah. You stepped on my line. My uh, bad. But yes, in a row, no, uh, because we're going to get one of these stinkers. Yep. Yeah. Which is like that's the that's the thing that I think sucks so much is like seeing this team that has all of these capabilities that has competed against some of the best teams in the country and like really showed out and they aren't reliable enough to trust that they can string together good games to make a run in the tournament. Yeah. Um and it's I don't know. It I think it comes down to a lot of things that in moments when they're playing super well um it's 
easy to overlook their trouble spots. So the fact that they don't have enough strong vocal leadership on the court, they don't have an it guy who can take charge of a game enough, right? Mm -hmm. Um, to, to dig us out of holes. They don't have the killer instinct of, okay, we're up by 12. They're not scoring another basket in the next like two minutes and we're closing out this game. We don't, right. And like, if this had been last year's team, for example, wake doesn't come back period. Right. Because last year's team had that, like, we're going to step on your throat and just grind you into the dust. And this team doesn't have that they just kind of like languish in this kind of no man's land of like we're not really playing great to like extend our lead we're Mm -hmm, not necessarily mm -hmm. playing bad enough so that they're back yet and then once the other team kind of picks it up they scramble and fall apart and then the other teams like back up but you should be able to win a game when you're up we're up with seven with one minute to go yeah right and i think i remember the plays pretty pretty correctly uh their big guy sar got down low, mm-hmm. somehow got a foul drawn mm-hmm. on, on Trey. So that, that cut three points. I don't remember where they got the other point uh, <coughs> because it ended up being a, a three-point thing when there was the weird tackle slash no call. So Sar made a dunk, uh, then Childress hit a three to tie. Yeah, that, I was oh, going to okay, say it was so, Childress's three that, oh, wait, that okay. tied No, no, no. Sar got behind <clears throat> the defense. Um, all right. So Cash missed missed one of two mm-hmm. uh, free throws. So so there was a Wendell Moore, Moore turnover at yep. like 50 seconds, something like that. Uh, okay, one minute. I see. I'm reading the, the text now. Yep. So Wendell Moore gets to like half court. And this just is, throws the ball away. Yeah, basically. Like just terrible dribbles turnover. it out of bounds. Uh, they um, uh, they score again. It, basically, it's, it's going in such a way that we give up five points, mm-hmm. right, of our lead. Mm-hmm. just like that yep. in seconds mm-hmm. um, from two dumb mistakes. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, after that, you know, with the way that the refs were in this game, Oh my God. Uh, they be, shot being up three, 50 free throws. Yeah, 50 shot 53 free throws. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, we can talk about how we got job by the refs and we did, but like, still we should have, so we, last we time we played been... wake, we won by 30 over 30 points. Right. It's inexcusable, even with the refs calling a bad game. Absolutely. It is inexcusable for us to have lost this game this way. And I we let say, them score 113 points. It's Yeah, it's outrageous. See, I, I was on the plane um, for this game, and Ariana was like, okay, I'll text you so that you know <sighs> what happens. And I asked for the final score because I could tell by the, no joke, 50 text messages <laughs> between yeah. you two awaiting me. Uh, I was like, oh, well, we lost. And I asked for the final score. I didn't realize it was 2 OT for the longest time. Yeah. 113 to 101. I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> what happened to this game? I mean, like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, if you ask Coach K in that same press conference that we heard the audio from earlier, he basically said the difference in this game was when Duke fouled versus when they didn't foul. He said, we didn't get job the rest, but Coach always says that. But basically, he was saying when we, when we first of all, we were lucky to be tied at halftime. Mm-hmm. Then when we took our lead, it was because we played hard defense and weren't mm-hmm. fouling, and then we started fouling again. Yep. And that's what turned it back around. And, yeah, like 37 for 50 for Wake yeah. is... I, I did we hear anything about like is that a record? I mean, it's got to be. Uh, so I don't know. Ray Holloman is that Holloway or Holloman? Hall- yeah. I think no, I think Holloman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He a has excellent game commentary. Love it. Um, but yes, he said the last uh, the most uh, uh, free throws a team has ever shot against Duke was fifty five. 
Oh. And that was in the 1950s, and it was Wake Forest. (sighs) And I think this is the second most uh, number of free throws a team has ever shot against us. Nice. Um, Tweeting out one more call. Uh, Yeah, that's it's uh, it's outrageous. I mean, (laughs) and to be again, the anti UNC thing is a is a really good comparison because the the broad strokes are similar. You're struggling on the road, but in that case. We were beaten, and mm-hmm. we somehow won. And in this case, we had it. We yep. had this game that we absolutely yep. needed. It's at the point, too, of the season where I don't think I would have cared that much if if we pulled out the win. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, all right, I would have, my we narrative would have, I would have been holding on by a thread to my narrative because it's like, okay, it's on the road, whatever. Obviously, we're not good. And But then the, the narrative becomes we're a really scrappy team. Yeah, right? we're scrappy. We win. And mm-hmm. and still, it would give me something potentially to enjoy in yeah. this year. And and that's why and that's why the ACC regular season, you guys laugh at me and, and you should. But the reason I want it so badly is because the other stuff doesn't seem like that, that likely. And yeah. so it's like, if you can give me... To me, there are four prizes you can have. Regular season, the ACC Conference Tournament title, a Final Four appearance, and a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get increasingly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. The last two are increasingly difficult. Winning an ACC tournament, arguably, may be easier than the regular season. But if you gave me the ACC regular season, I would count this as a good year, no matter what happened, and be happy. I now feel like we are in for frustration on all four fronts when it felt maybe a month ago, maybe mm-hmm. even two weeks ago, that... It didn't have to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. Before NC State, I think I think that game was really what highlighted the struggle points of this team and the fact that maybe they aren't as good as we like think they are and as have as much it's not even potential. Have the like actual fortitude to get the wins that they need to make a long run or win a regular ACC title etc um and it's just it's disappointing it's frustrating it's confusing um and it also i don't know it's it's one of those things where like last year's team even though like even though that win against michigan state was a heartbreaker that season was so much fun and it was like one of my favorite Duke basketball teams. Yeah. Great season with a game that will live on as one of the worst games ever. Right. Exactly. But a great fun season that you you wouldn't trade in Um, a really bad game and a really bad moment with him getting hurt in the Carolina game. And in this team, it's like, I really, I really like this team. I really think they have a lot of like, good things about them but this season of basketball has had really fun moments but the last stretch of it has been like pulling my hair out like last night my roommate essentially listened to me scream at the television for the entirety of this game and like my dog started bringing me all of his toys to try to make me happy (laughs) (laughs) and so it's just like at the end of this season it's almost like regardless of what the outcome ends up being for us the season has been so frustrating and taxing as a fan that it's like (laughs) i want to love them i want to love them so badly and like when they have their highs i'm like right there flying with them but man after things like this i'm just like oh my god i don't i don't know what to do i don't know what to do with this team it's really like a romantic relationship where you fall in love with the potential yes and then there's moments my wife um, <laughs> um and oh, I, uh, 
but it's like, and there's moments where the potential shows mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> a, a nice movie where you mm-hmm. both have a good time. Florida State even. Yeah. Florida, Florida State. State where you showed us kind of a different side. Yeah. That was the game I, <laughs> as, a, as a fan, <laughs> I take the most pride in. Yep. I almost said that without a disclaimer. I would have felt like an <laughs> asshole. I'm so proud of you boys. Um, the UNC game was the most fun for its chaos. The Florida State game was the best for the toughness it showed mm-hmm. and the Notre Dame game was the best for pure dominance like yep. we're going to go win a title and then it just all went to shit. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> speaking of shit, I've got a clip from Jack White saying the word shit ah. <laughs> three Wait, times. You have you have uh you have footage of Jack White. A clip, a an clip, audio clip. Clip of Jack of Jack White. So there will be an appearance of Jack White on this podcast. Yeah, I'm hold on, I'm going <laughs> to how, how long is the clip? Uh, the clip is a uh, well. Actually, I'm going to call Jack White right now on okay. my phone. And just ask him to say shit on the pod. Um, no, I'm just going to say you know how you felt about the uh, game. Okay, but basically we're talking more about Jack White now, proportionally to him in the playing game. time. Oh in yeah, this game. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, how long did he play? He got one minute. Yeah. So it's the same. Yeah, it's going to be exactly. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah, we're going to give him. We're giving him equal time. Great. All right. It's like right. that. Um. Uh, the FCC rule or whatever mm. it is um, mm-hmm. where you have to Fairness give equal time. Equal yeah. time. All right, so uh, ding, ding. Hey, Jack. Uh, this is Shane from the Cameron Lazies here with Ariana and Aaron. Uh, we only have a limited amount of time. Can you tell us uh, just in a few words how you felt about the Wake Forest loss? Go win that game at the end of the day. Shit you just got to keep your head up. You mean, as much as this shit sucks, I mean, it's only one game at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, we can't be walking around with our heads loaded just mm. over one game. Is shit as it is. But. All right, thanks, Jack. I really appreciate it. I know you got to go. Um, so, yeah, there. <laughs> sorry the audio is so poor, but I um, got that one from online, obviously. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting to hear a Duke player say shit a bunch so of times. So many times, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, it was shit. So I don't know. What do we, I mean, is there any chance that we could look back on this in a month and make fun of ourselves because things are awesome again? Absolutely not. No, no, this is over. This is over. I, I shared with you all. I had my, um, five minutes of disappointment Mm -hmm. after this game. So I, I think I recognized when, uh, Goldwire went down the floor, got tackled. There was no call. Mm-hmm. It was then obvious that Childress was going to Childress, who had scored one point or whatever <laughs> through 39 minutes, was then going to go down and drain the three. We were going to overtime, mm-hmm. and we were going to lose this game. Yeah. Um, and then in overtime, just sitting there stewing. Hey, we got back to a double overtime, and sitting there watching, <laughs> you know, it pretty quickly within the second overtime it became clear that it was over and i had my moment i went did some dishes kind of wandered around the house for a few few minutes and then it was just peace with it it was just gone Yeah. yeah and i was like you know what i can't give any more time to this shit i mean like really um I'm not going to invest any more feelings. I, and I always have this debate, you know, around college sports, which is how, how much of my uh, overall mood and, and feelings and, and well-being is going to be dictated by, uh, you know, what happens <clears throat> uh, in a contest between 
18 and 22 year old, uh, young, young men. Um, but I think five minutes is appropriate to say, this makes me feel really bummed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting for me. Um, cause like, I know at the end of that game, once wake got to the point where they tied it and it was going into overtime, I was like, we're done. Like this game is over. Oh, I yeah. watched both overtimes, but like, the momentum was behind Wake. They were playing at home. We were playing like shit. We had multiple players fouled out. Like nail and coffin was nail in the coffin was that three point shot. <clears throat> like hands down. It was and, actually it was actually the Wendell turnover. Fair. If you want to be honest. Um, I don't know. I think if we had gotten a stop on defense there and that three hadn't happened, we would have been okay. But I think that three, especially coming from Childress, was that like that was the thing that did it in my eyes. Um and like like I said, I was screaming at my TV. I was upset at the game. But for me, once a game is over, the game is over, right? Like, I mm-hmm, care about mm-hmm. basketball. I care about Duke basketball. I've, you know, been raised a Duke basketball fan. But it it is a thing that I enjoy in my life, but it does not impact my mood outside of the games them, themselves. Yeah. Um, and so, like... Yeah, the game ended. I said that I was pissed off about it. And I, you know, still have work to do before I before I went to bed. And so, I don't know. At the end of the day, regardless of what this team does, I will continue watching them close out the season, see what they oh, do yeah. in their last three games, see how the ACC tournament goes. If they do well, I'm going to be excited about it. If they don't do so well, I won't be, you know, excited about it but it won't necessarily make a difference for me. And like, even with the NCAA tournament, if they lose second weekend, like they lose second weekend, there's still a shit ton of really good basketball to watch that I'm going to watch and enjoy. So right. I guess I, I look but at it. Are you going to allow way. yourself to believe anymore? Uh, let so, me just say, oh, go, go, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I mean, no, I, do you want to interrupt Ariana again? I, I, actually, he I had been waiting. Mm. He had also been waiting to say something for a while. I've got a tremendous his... bit when Ellis. Is... <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting on it. Oh, I'm just He's ready. ready. Boy, is like you are. Snake. You currently look like you're sitting on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but please, Ariana. Um, yes, right. The same way that I hope with every Duke basketball team that their season can end successfully. In the same way that I don't. Like, I'm not going to give up on them because of the fact that we had two bad road games that were really ugly, even with how ugly they were, right? If, I guess I look at it this way. I can either not hope and then it's just like, okay, whatever, the Mm -hmm. season ended. Or I can still hold out hope and, like, really enjoy those games and, like, really, like, be, I don't know, be present for that. I think I'm with both of you. Mm-hmm. Time for a bit. Ew. No, but I agree with you. Um, think about the good times. Mm. And I think, I wish I could carry your smile in my heart for times <laughs> when my life seems so low. It would make me believe what tomorrow could bring when today doesn't really know. Doesn't really know. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believe in me for so long. I'm all out of love. What am I without you? I can't be too late to say that I was so wrong. So maybe we'll say we're so wrong later. But for now, we're all out of love. No, we're not going to say we're so wrong. I, uh, yeah. We might. You never know, Aaron. We Life might. is weird, buddy. No, I'm. I will never admit that I'm wrong. 
<laughs> this has been shown has like been, multiple times on the pod. This has been proved. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm proud of it. Like, what's Vernon Carey's dad's name? Vernon Carey Jr.'s dad's name? Can we know? Uh, one of no, the can't know. One of the greatest. Can't know. Um, no, but really, uh, I, I've given up any any hope. That doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy the, the rest of the season. Uh, and it's not going to, it doesn't mean that I am not going to to like watching it. But do I really believe that this team has it in them to win a national championship? Absolutely not. Um, is this season going to end in kind of a gross, disappointing fashion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely. It 100% is. Uh, so, like... That's where I'm at. Uh, I, I, like, I'm a little bit. All right, here's the thing. My my stepdad is the most negative sports like viewer. Mm-hmm. Like Yankees, he's a big Yankees fan. Could be two outs in the ninth on the verge of winning a World Series, <laughs> and he'll be like, "I just don't know why they're playing so in a fit. Like, this is why they won't throw more fastball or whatever." Um, and my mom, it drives her nuts because my mom is somebody who's like takes a rosy view of life yeah. and is always optimistic. And I will say, I'm definitely more on the negative side of things. Uh, well. Or maybe I'm split halfway, but I do put a tiny little bit of stock in my mom's thing of like, there's always got to be a little bit of support in you mm-hmm. and a little bit of belief in you. Otherwise, when the miracle happens, which it sometimes does, mm-hmm. that's the crazy thing. When the miracle happens, you, you get to feel a little bit good. And so I still think, I think you and I are probably on the same page on this. There is still a chance in this weird year. Mm-hmm. We've seen Duke play good enough that something weird could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am going to, as disappointed as I am in this Wake Forest loss, and as unforgivable as it is really uh, in the context of what could have been just in these next two weeks, I still hold out a little hope that there is something special left in this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're good enough for it. In bits and in fits and mm-hmm. starts, they can put together a good game. They can put together two to three good games. Can they put together six? Maybe they can get lucky. Luck yeah. plays such a huge role. And I want to... <laughs> I, like all I would say to Aaron is I want to feel a little bit of ownership and not feel when the miracle does happen, if it does, that I've completely alienated myself from the team with total negativity. Yeah. Which is why I hover at my 85% negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be I, fine with that. Yeah. When the miracle happens, and knowing that I like, wasn't huh, on board. I thought they were going to lose and here I they really are. I really did think they were going to lose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not. You know, it's not Tinkerbell, man. Maybe you it know is. if you just maybe that's why if, they suck sometimes, Aaron, because you I don't, don't believe, believe in them enough. enough. The energy, my mom says, the energy you put out mm-hmm. affects them. Yep, <clears throat> yep. Um, so, do you believe it? I, I don't know. I think in a, I mean, probably a very minuscule way, sure. But like, there, well, maybe there are that's probably enough other to factors. derail them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe here's the thing. Maybe Aaron. it's all been my. Fault. Maybe there is a god, mm. and he chooses one fan a year. <laughs> Uh-huh. Whose energy yeah. disproportionately dictates. affects dictates what happens to the team, and what this could be the year you've been chosen. Well, I can definitively say there is a god, so okay. don't, none of that may be. Okay, there fine. there is a god, sure, but he did not choose me this year. Who did he choose? Uh, I don't know. It's okay. not me though. But I he, feel like I would have know. known. Okay, fair. It's okay. interesting. You said he, so the god I is know. a male. There, yeah, it's a it's a man. Okay, great. With a human body. Mm. But the head of a but head of a god, <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, like that. You just said right. a human body, body. right? <laughs> just to specify. Uh, no, no. Uh, to be clear, God does not have a, a corporeal form. Okay, um, that's a fact. If, no, sure, good. I'm yeah. glad you're. You can take that. You can take that away from knows. the Cameron Lazy's podcast. Yeah, if you've learned nothing else, it's that Aaron definitively believes there is a god. God is vapor. Well, no, 
I'm well, just it does not vapor. Okay. Just incorporeal. Well, what is it if it's not vapor? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it has to be an element or something. Well, now you're sounding theoretical, but you're so sure <laughs> it's not a human. Yeah, I'm sure it's not a human. Okay. Um, all right, that's enough God talk. <laughs> Probably offending all our listeners. Um, so yeah. So in terms of um, presidential uh, primary campaigns, <laughs> are we Joe Biden? <laughs> Where we looked good for a very long time and shit is just, just falling nope. apart. No, 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 no. You're not going to like this, but we're Mayor Pete. No. No. Go on. Go yeah. on. We we looked good at the very beginning. And then when you look closer, it's worse than and, you could have imagined. But like, I mean, do you remember like way before the primaries, people were like, huh, who's this Mayor Pete guy? Oh, huh, he sounds kind of interesting. Yep. Um, and then there was the, uh, his success in iowa um that was notre dame probably for us or the mm, combo of yeah unc FSU, notre, notre yeah. Dame. strong showing yeah. you know people were were considering him he was up there uh now he's you know stealing lines from obama mm-hmm. um and you know it's, Folks, if we can light up a gym we can light up an hcc tournament uh, and look we can light up an NCAA tournament, okay? So it is like... <laughs> Obama slash Bernie. Right, you just like put them together. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't like oh say God. too much because Bernie also does an Obama. The blustery pause thing. He always says look too. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Uh, so like, sure. I'm sure Mayor Pete could win. Uh, and I'm sure he'd be fine. Uh, but like, do you really want this? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're probably right. Um, I mean, it's like eating a whole plate of mashed potatoes. Ew. <laughs> right? It's like some mashed potatoes, it's fine. So if it's the gravy's yeah. good, some of it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, but question. you have to eat the whole damn thing. Question. Michigan State is definitely Biden, by the way. <laughs> Started off ranked number one, and now we're just shit. Now we're just like, listen uh, here, Mac. Maybe I don't know how to hold a basketball, Joe, but... Now we're going to have to go through all of the Democratic candidates and, like, match up what teams they would be. But the question that I had was, so let's say Duke tanks first weekend of the tournament. Who do you want to win? Oh, that's easy for me, Florida State. Yeah. I feel that, too. I feel that way. I'm not going to... I mean, I I said this on the pod before that I love Florida State, and I won't hide that to the point where sometimes when they're playing Duke, I like silently in my heart of hearts cheer for them to beat us. Yep. But yeah, I I too think that it would be awesome if Leonard Hamilton and FSU took the title home. And they for sure could this year. Yeah. Um, he I, also just has such a fascinating history in life. And he, it still baffles me that Leonard Hamilton is like 72 years old. What has he done? What's some of the... So he was one of the first black players, I want to say, at the college that he went to. One of the first no black kidding. coaches um, um. as well at either Tennessee or Kentucky. Um, and so that's just an interesting... Like, that is an interesting way of starting your basketball career. He doesn't seem um, old enough to and, have... Yeah, does it's... It's crazy that well, he's because he looks great. Right, yeah, he, he, he looks, he looks like fifty, and he's actually seventy-two, which is just baffling. My dad jokes that he's a vampire. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't rule it out. Yeah, right? I love Leonard Hamilton. I like Florida State, and frankly, looking at the top fifteen here, uh, everyone else can go fuck themselves. There's uh, not a. Uh, I'm, I feel some partial feelings towards Dayton. Hmm. <sighs> It'd be a little bit of a shakeup. 
Here's the they problem. Very, Here's the problem they have with a very gaming. passionate fan base. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they do. They also uh, have, a, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, a dude that can throw down some pretty legit dunks. Yes. Is that right? Obi yeah. Toppin. Yes. Okay. Um, the other team, I just want to say right now, I'm just going to call it, and I meant to do it last mm-hmm. podcast, and I didn't. In a year where there's no dominant team and some experience, but especially good coaching, can predominate, watch out for Villanova this mm. year. Watch out for Villanova to shock people. Yeah. And I know it's not their best year, but they've crept Jay up. Wright is. They're number they're number twelve. He's the best coach mm. in the country, probably at this point. So I'm just gonna just gonna throw that out there. Fair. Let's see what sticks. Fair. Um, all right. I believe before we get to Twitter questions, if I'm not mistaken, Ariana, we have yes. um, explain to us what we had. This is not quite an ad. Yeah. So um, with <clears throat> the the you know ad copies that we've been reading, the ACC networks overflow. Um, those kind of ran dry currently because they're having like really great success with, um, products like the cop cam, which allows you to (laughs) monitor, um, your, you know, and surveil your neighbors or in your house. Um, your, your help. Yes. Didn't they kind of steal our idea? This is a real product. It's a a legit product and it's the ding except in real life. Yeah. Yeah, we had for those of you, we had a fake ad for the ding, which is like a, a fake ad. Well, no, a real ad for the ding, which is a doorbell like the ring that, but you put on other people's doors and it looks inside. Yeah. Uh, but now it seems like the ACC network is running, yeah, running well, a real no, ad. But for this something. was very much like, do you think the cleaning lady's stealing from you? Yep. She's probably stealing from you. Yeah, get this camera. I'm a cop. Yeah, <laughs> they um, love that old person, old white person they paranoia. Do. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, ACC Network is actually doing really good with their ads. And so we don't Great. have an, an overflow ad from them. Um, but we did get a really interesting uh, email from somebody who's looking to help the pod out. Interesting. Um, so uh, the email says... Hold on, Aaron, do, oh. do some ad music. Oh, we, yes. should, we should treat this legitimately. Oh, well, yeah, it is. I mean, the, <laughs> it's an ad on the camera and Lazy's podcast. I'm all out of ads, but here comes another Ariana. Please read the thing now. Hi there. Generic, but thinks they're super clever in naming their podcast team. We know you started this little project initially with the goal of having fun, but deep down, you were in it to get that sweet cash money to write your sad, sad financial situation in this time of ruin. Yeah. But what's this? You're having trouble figuring out how to monetize your podcast because you also don't really have any listeners? Or have you, have you had to sell out and got stuck with bad advertisements for products that don't align with your target audience? Nope. Things like the ding and wackanoodle. Hey, that was wackaroni. Wackaroni. <laughs> yeah. See, they don't even know they proper even know. ads. The wow. funny, the funny thing is, wackanoodle is a way better name. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, well, boy, aren't you in luck? You're the exact kind of folks that us at Pod Dog are angling to help. Hmm. What's pod dog, you ask? We exist solely to help podcasts like yours monetize. We don't care how few people listen to your yammering, whether you'll be around for a long time or just a viral moment, or if you're trying too hard to be niche, podcasts sets off in a sad attempt to find sponsors on your own. <laughs> Here at Pod Dog, we just want you to get sponsors so you can get that money. Oh, yeah. We use special surveillance technology to track your internet habits and those of your listeners to match your <laughs> podcast with relevant brand sponsors. Once you sign up, you simply download our program and it trawls your web presence to match your podcast to the most relevant sponsorship opportunities. <laughs> then a list will be sent to you so you can pick who you want to work with. 
PodDog lets podcasters set their own rates and requires brands to deposit payment upfront with us before <laughs> any money goes into you. It goes into your account to ensure safe monetary transactions for you. We'll also need all of your financial info to ensure we can transfer the sponsorship <laughs> money to your accounts after taking our overhead. You are always guaranteed payment for each ad you do. If you're truly thinking this is too good to be true, you're almost right. Check out our totally legit website at www.poddogisnotascam.net, currently an Earthlink site. <laughs> Let Poddog help your pods financial future. I'm in. Right? I mean, this sounds like a good deal, guys. I, I have a I nose. Want, I don't want them to know what I've been looking at. <laughs> I was say, if they, if they trawl my web presence. That's the problem with this. Yeah, if they trawl my web presence, soon all our ads are just going to be YouTube videos well, no, of so people at like police checks going, sir, am I being detained? <laughs> sir, am I being detained? No, it's going to be like how many uh, air supply <laughs> lyrics, sir, has he done? <laughs> it's a sickening number. It's just an ad for um for the what's the what's the Google hide the hiding Google um incognito yeah incognito <laughs> mode open Google. incognito mode <laughs> just an ad for like hey is it what I am Google incognito oh, are you embarrassed by your search history stop having one did you connect your computer for a presentation and your search history got shown to the whole audience. Yeah, um, so two lessons from this episode of Kim Lazy's. God is not a person, uh, and you can hide your porn searches with Google incognito mode. That's, we're helping people out, man. Yeah, absolutely. Answering the big questions. <laughs> Very good, Arya. Thank you for tracking down that. Yeah. It's finally, it's good to finally, even though there was some insulting language at, directed yeah. at us within that, yeah. uh, it's good to find somebody who's looking out for us. Yeah. But that's how you get people's attention is you got to insult them a little bit. Yeah. Or else like, they, yeah. they won't pay attention. I probably would have closed that email and deleted it immediately if they had been like too nice because I would have been like, right. this is totally fake. Yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> I just have to tell this quick story on the note of insulting people to get them to like you. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use general things, but there's a golf course, a famous golf course owned by a very rich business person who bought the land and likes golf, made his money in a completely different field and hired one of the most famous golf designers in the world to come do it. And the famous golf designer came and they were talking, this person, the rich person was very hands-on, even though he wasn't a designer. And the, um, the designer was like, I think this tree needs to be moved. And the rich guy was like, I don't want to move this tree. Uh, and they had a big fight about it. And he's like, look, ultimately this is my course. I don't want you to move this tree and like find your way, work around it. And so they said, okay, goodbye for the day. The next day he came back, the tree had been burnt to the ground and the golf, <laughs> the golf designer had fled back to his home. Oh my God. And the rich person was like, get him the fuck back here. And got him back there and became best friends. It's like the <laughs> ultimate story. So it's like, I do think there's like uh, a sneaky psychological thing oh where God. just being insulting and an asshole sometimes might be the way to somebody's yeah. heart. Yeah. Uh, particularly rich people. Who knows? Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, that's either here or there. <laughs> so we have some uh, Twitter questions yeah. and comments, folks. Um, first of all, uh, shall we go over the <laughs> doom and gloom uh, that reflects our thing? Andrew... <clears throat> Andrew A. Bosiak on Twitter says, I mean, dot, 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 it's over with this team, IMO. I'm with you guys. Didn't know what to say today. They just aren't very good. And then later says, this team will not be making the second weekend. At least we can unburden ourselves of any lofty expectations. Well, Aaron, it sounds Thanks, like Andrew. he's a man after your heart. All right. Let's put one in my column. <laughs> um, 
My boy Shocker, who writes The Ringer, said he had he quote tweeted himself a tweet from Wow, November 5th. He says, At what month <laughs> in the year do I tweet frustratingly about this team? December, January? <laughs> or will they make me wait for a second round loss in March? And he quote tweeted himself and says, Was I right or was I right? He was not right. It's February. Yeah. Yeah, but he knew it was coming. You gotta give him credit for that. Mm, I told him I'd call no. him a golden god on the thing, and I think he's a golden god. Mm. No, so. no, he's he did not say I mean, late February because that's the time you actually don't expect yeah. this team to screw up. We should be we in should the be rolling. Like this is where we should be peaking and catching that momentum to cruise through the, the end of the season, the ACC tournament, and into the tourney. Well, and we are doing the opposite of that. In that case, Shocker, are you right? <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to use that all night, haven't you? <laughs> you do. I had to do it at least once. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Steve Melnick, uh, our old our old boy, one of the Stand OGs. By. Yeah. Um, we got to send him like some slides. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We definitely do. He says, if you're listening, Steve, uh, DM us and we'll send you some sweet, sweet Cameron Lacey stuff. Yeah, seriously, send us your address, man. Um, send us your web history. We'll send you. <laughs> we'll bring a ding to your house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll on you. Um, all right, comment number one. If Duke is a stock, based on what I think you're going to say, I'm buying because you will completely devalue them. Steve, totally correct about mm -hmm. what, he, what we were yeah. going to say. Devalued they will be no sure. worse than a three seed and still have a high ceiling team buried in there. That's what mm. the fuck is up, Aaron. Someone yeah. who believes. Maybe something you could learn from. Well, it sounds like he's just a, a financial opportunist. A short buyer? <laughs> yeah, this is like, this is arbitrage. He's, okay. <laughs> the, 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 the value of the good has gone down. Now he likes it? Right. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's real loyalty. I think that's just, that's just the market, man. Well, or or he already has stock, mm -hmm. and he responds yeah. to the stock going down by going, Bye. fuck the world, I'm <clears throat> buying yep. more, well, baby. Yep. That's securities fraud. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, Steve Melnick. Enjoy white-collar prison. <laughs> oh, God. And he has another comment. The key to happiness is having no expectations. Mm. So mm. let's take, very Buddhist, by the way. So let's take each game as an opportunity to have a great gift of beautiful basketball with a great bunch of kids. If it doesn't happen, we didn't expect it anyway. And then hashtag Zen Williamson. Ariana, you just came from yoga before this yes, podcast. Yes, I did. You want to, uh, you, you vibing with that? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd get behind that for sure. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why, even though this seems antithetical to his sentiment, that I like still do keep in a, like keep hope mm -hmm. because it doesn't harm me in any way. And it increases my like enjoyment of that. I know you're rolling your eyes at the fact that I'm saying it doesn't harm me, but you're not me, so you can't make a judgment as to whether it's harming me or not to stay hopeful. You don't a, know her, dude. And it might not be that way for you, so you avoid hope at all costs, and that's fine for you, and I will accept you as you are, Aaron. No. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> can you, just for future reference, so I can make a sound pad of it, just say, fuck you, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't I flick him off no. last podcast, too? Yeah, you did. I just want a button I can just push, whatever. Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm going to make that work. Stay tuned for next episode oh, when we God. make that a button. Every no. time Aaron rolls his eyes, fuck you, Aaron. Hope is the absolute worst of all the feelings. <laughs> okay. Go on. Faith and charity are fine. Hope is, is bad. Is charity a feeling? Well, no, wait. What is it? Charity is not a feeling. I like how we reduce the world to three feelings, <laughs> right. two of which we're not feeling. Well, clearly you guys don't listen to enough gospel music. I do. Faith, hope, and charity are the three things that they seem to like a lot. Um, okay, 
those still aren't feelings. Just because religious folks who sing gospel music like those three things and believe in those yeah, three things those doesn't the, make them feel. Those are the three the three emotions: faith, <laughs> okay. hope, and charity. Okay, sure. It's like the th- the three primary colors. Basically. It's like the five paths of Buddhism. The <laughs> yeah, the three emotions. I picture uh, in the future going to Barnes and Noble, and there's the book there and smile. <laughs> the book is called The Three Emotions, the number one national bestseller. <laughs> I've been reading up on this Jordan oh, Peterson character, and I gotta tell you, he, there's a lot to commend. Uh, he's fucking like starving him. in a Russian situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there you know, could be worse. He's watching <laughs> the end of the weight game again. Yeah, true. Yeah. True, true. That was the Jordan Peterson eating only meat of, <laughs> of basketball. Uh, Steve Melnick keeps going. He says, get it all out, clear your minds. Mm-hmm. The past is the past. This team could rise like a phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. Okay, we boomer. Possible. Cover that. Okay, it's possible. Boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a boomer take. Um, well, I think a boomer take is like. Well, Steve, if you're if you're died. listening, uh, let us know if you're a boomer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a Liverpool fan, so that's another reason Aaron doesn't. Let like us him. know if you are into securities fraud. <laughs> would making this is Steve's last salvo? Would making the second round of the NCAA be considered a success? Would you have taken that outcome at the beginning of the season? No. So, no. yeah, I won't say second round, but at this point, I'll say second weekend. Right? If they make it to the second weekend, I will be happy for this team because of how up and down they play. And it will be exciting to see them be able to have opportunities to continue on. And especially, like, let's say we end up being a two seed. We know that Duke struggles so hard as a two seed. And so if they're able oh, yeah. to make it to the oh, second yeah. weekend, then, yeah, that'll be a boon. See for me, second weekend, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go around further in my expectations. If they make the elite eight, I'll feel happy for them. Fair. If they only make the second weekend, it'll only mean they've beaten teams that are significantly worse than them because yeah. they probably are gonna get a three or four seed at worst yeah. if things go really poorly. Um, and this so, if I they lose second round, <clears throat> if they're a three seed, it means they'll have lost to either a six and or eleven seed. Even yeah. if they're a four seed, it'll be a five or a twelve that they've lost to. So that will be significantly disappointing um thinking of last year they did give us that great acc tournament run mm-hmm. big one over carolina big mm-hmm. one over florida state that would be nice to have yeah and you know there's a there's a few things left i i'm steve i'm with you um <laughs> me too steve boomer or no boomer i'm with you so okay um we're about an hour what do you guys think um shall we shall we wrap up what other thoughts do we have my, who, do, who my, do we have next Go ahead. Uh, I think next is UVA on yeah, Saturday, UVA on the road. Um, okay. which will be a, which will be a tough one. Uh, earlier this season, I did not feel quite as nervous about this game because I was like, oh, we like if we're going toe to toe on defense, at least we have more offensive firepower than UVA does. Mm-hmm. But now it's like our defense is so shaky that I don't think we can go toe to toe with them on defense. So I it'll be interesting to see how that game ends up going. Right. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting. So I had a, an interesting conversation with my friend Scott last night about the weight game. And he asked the question of whether or not like the team goes the way that Cassius goes. And I said, it's hard to make that judgment because Vernon Carey also fouled out at the end. Yeah. And so Vernon Carey is another one of those dudes where it's like sometimes the team sways the way that Vernon goes too. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how how those two show up. Um and what UVA's strategy is um, against our defense. So, by the way, here's something kind of sad. If UVA wins that game, they are ahead of us in the yep. ACC. Yeah, mm. they'll get a double bye for ACC tourney. Yeah, 
which is shit. Tony Bennett knows what the hell he's doing. I yeah. hate his style of basketball. It's really boring. I hate him, but he man, he like look at this team. Look at yeah. this team he's got again. Yeah, it's annoying as hell. Like yeah. okay, eleven and five in conference. Yeah. I have a very specific prediction for this one, mm-hmm. which is that Huff, I think, is the name of the guy. Uh, Huff is the big tall guy who's from Durham originally. Okay. Um, Jay Huff, I think, is his name. Is that right? Jay Huff, seven one. Yeah, yeah, from Durham, North Carolina. Okay, great. Uh, he is going to have 17 points and 11 rebounds and absolutely shred us. Okay. I want you to jot that down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. 17-11. So that I can take a picture of it mm-hmm. and post it to the Insta, and then after the game, we'll, we'll see how close it yeah, is. Yeah, we'll see how it matches. Well, I was pretty right about Childress. <clears throat> what would you say about Childress again? Remind. Yeah, I don't that remember he was what you said about Childress. going to be really good. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't for 39 minutes, but I was ultimately right. You're okay, ultimately right. Sure. I was like one of those those uh, the psychics who was like, uh, they, <laughs> what, what, what's that called? Where they like play the game and they're like close enough to getting it right that it sounds you plausible that own, they yeah, yeah you make yeah. your own right your own yeah. truth. Uh, I like I like when saying. they do the thing where they can just answer yes or no after. <laughs> so if they're like. You're a pretty sensitive person, and if you say yeah, I'd be like yeah, I felt that. If you say mm-hmm. no, I'd be like yeah, I didn't yeah, think I you didn't were. Get that. I didn't think I didn't you were. Read that from you. Yeah, they've got some good stuff. Yeah. Um, Ariana, you mentioned the Instagram. Yes, we got to call. We got to shout that out. Yeah, yeah. So it's at Cameron underscore Lazies uh, on Instagram. I'm working on getting us some more fun things up there, um, based on previous episodes of the podcast, and I think one of the bigger projects for it will be making a whole entire tree of uh hateable duke white dudes oh yeah um, that's gonna be fun yeah so that's in the works i have some like notes jotted down um so there should be fun stuff going up on the instagram more and more hell yeah yeah uh let's see if you're listening on itunes uh which most of you probably are and you enjoy what you're hearing tell your <coughs> tell your friends spread it around but also perhaps write us a little review yeah. uh with five stars on itunes it helps spread the word um, we always say, you know, thanks, thanks again to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. This has been, I would say, a pretty fun adventure. Yeah. So it's been a fun that. season. We had a lot of good times. It's yeah. too bad that it's <laughs> over now. I, I, I think the pod has definitely provided levity in light, especially of the two hard losses that we just had. Yeah. And I hate to close out being corny, but, but he's gonna. <laughs> even though Aaron, <laughs> even though, oops, I've got to go to my other thing here. Sorry. <laughs> Even though Aaron says he's all out of love, I say thank you for the days, Duke. Goodbye, everybody. We're going to get sued for this. (laughs) 